How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Shy Town Pod, episode five. Today we're going to be talking about Bulls, Blackhawks, and a little bit of baseball. There's been a lot of rumors flying around the past couple of days. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, Thomas is sick and couldn't be on the pod today. So Unreal. please Unreal. welcome in Frank as our our guest appearance. He's filling in. Tom, so, um, you'll you'll definitely see him on the pod uh, in future episodes as well. How you doing, Frank? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. A long day at school today. A lot of a lot of class, but I'm finally done with class, and I'm just focusing on finals. Nice, nice. That's sweet. Anything busy going on today? You work today, or I slept till two o'clock. Oh, hey, man. Whatever, whatever gets it done for you. And then I just yeah, that's pretty much it. And now, now you're here. Yeah. That's Sounds like that. a good day to me. Sleeping and then recording the Shy Town Pod. Um, okay with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So today we're gonna we're gonna start today off with a, a little Q and A. Um, I sent a poll out right. or not a poll, but I sent a tweet out on on Twitter at Shy Town Pod One, mm-hmm. just being saying, hey, uh, send some send some questions in and we'll we'll answer them on the pod. And we, we ended up getting two today, so not Sweet. not mad at that. So number one from Matt is, Frank, what are your top five worst Chicago sports heartbreak moments with one oh, being wow. the worst? I know my number one. I think you and I are going to have the same number one. Wow. Because I don't follow the Blackhawks or Sox or like the Cubs that well. I guess for you, since you're kind of all over the place, we could flip this. What are your top five worst sports moments? Sports heartbreak sports moments. Sports moments? Okay, that might be easier. Um, Number five has to be the 2015 Blue Jays losing to the Indians in uh, the ALCS. Because I feel like well, that was uh, they lost. They went to back-to-back. They lost to the Royals and, the, and then the Indians. Royals yeah. in 2015, Indians in 2016. Yeah, that wasn't good. What else have the Jays done? That's I know a Chicago one. Number four, uh, the White Sox trading Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. Okay, okay. That because if he was in Chicago, like you could go see him and stuff. But that's true. I mean, as as a Cubs fan, like I 100% agree. That'd be cool mm-hmm. to be able to see Tatis every day. Yeah, the Sox are just yeah. It's it's oh. brutal. I think at number three, I got to put Rondo getting hurt when we were up 3-1 versus Dude, Celtics. I swear they were going to win that series 2-0. I felt they that was our both year. Both in Boston. Rondo I know, I breaks his hand. It. They don't win again. Oh, that, that hurt. That, that one hurt. Uh, the Bulls trading Jimmy Butler. That one also was not one of my Dude, top moments. I was Jimmy Butler is my second favorite basketball player of all time. And number one, I this might be the same as yours, is Derrick Rose's ACL injury versus Sixers. That is 100% my number one. 100%. Uh, my number five, I'd probably put the the 2015 Cubs. That that team was so fun, and then that run just ended so suddenly. It was mm. like, what happened there? Um, yeah. They rolled through the Cardinals and then got swept by the Mets. Uh, my number four, I'd probably have to say kind of seeing that that sharp decline in mm-hmm. in the Blackhawks, like Keith, Seabrook, Kane, and Taves, like that yeah. that those cup teams kind of just falling off pretty hard. Number three would be uh, fourth and eight blown coverage against Green Bay in Week 17, 2013. Uh, Chris Conti just leaves Randall Cobb wide open for a touchdown. Packers mm. take the lead with less than a minute left. And then yeah. number two, uh, 2018, the double doink against the Eagles. It still I, hurts to say that. Uh, yeah, that was bad. I, w- I went to school the next day, and I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't really <laughs> talk to anyone for for that whole week. I was I was stunned. I didn't watch the rest of that playoffs until the Super Bowl. I was Perfect. so mad. He can't be seen in Chicago. He'll get shot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not good. 
Um, yeah. And then my number one, obviously, Derrick Rose getting injured. I strongly believe that Bulls team gets at least two championships if he never gets hurt. 100%. He didn't even need to be in in that moment. It was under two minutes. We're up 12. Like, under two minutes. It's game one against the eight seed. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, And then that was the only game we ended up winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the was that that was the bench mob Bulls too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that Bulls team was, man, that that one hurts. That one hurts. Yeah, it was bad. going going to our second question here. Um, how long? This could be for your teams too. These questions were posted with Thomas being on the pod. But how long do you think it takes for each of Chicago's big four teams? Uh, the Bulls, Hawks, Cubs, and Bears. Sorry, White Sox fans. Uh, to get the respective <laughs> championships, and this is from Ethan on Twitter. Oh, wow, I'm gonna give the Cubs within the next three years. They're on the rise. I would almost say next year could be their year. Next, well, all right, hold on. We'll get into it later, but maybe not next year. Depends <laughs> on what things, what they do. The Bears. I don't think they're close. Eight years? Eight for the Bears. Wow. I don't think they're close. It's not Fields. They're not winning with Fields. And if they nope. stick with him. I don't know that much about the Blackhawks, but I heard they're not that good this year. Am I correct? Oh, they're, they are the worst team in the league, but they do have the best <laughs> prospect. They have the best prospect. I'll, give I'll it talk five about years. it. That's, we'll that's the perfect that. timeline. Maybe a little sooner. Okay, now the Bulls. This I is your don't team, think, man. I know. I believe. I think we would have won in 2021 with Lonzo Ball if he was healthy. We were 28 and 11 in the one season in January. I think, because Lonzo's coming back next year, he's already confirmed it on other podcasts. I think if you trade Levine and get a different superstar to go with Damar Vooch and Kobe White and all them, I think within the next two years could be our year. Really? Yes. So I we're think totally we just gotta, different on the Bulls. I think we swap with Levine with someone. I think we can be a contender. Interesting. For for the Bears, for me, I would say, I'd say four years. Within three to four years, just because this uh-huh. is with the assumption that they're going to get a top two pick and they're going to get a Caleb Williams or they're going to get a Drake May. And and they yeah. end up panning out, which who knows? It could be fifteen if those guys suck. Yeah. Um, I I have a I feel good about both those guys though. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm saying like three three four maybe even up to five years depending on their development. Uh, for the yeah. Blackhawks, I'm gonna say four years. I think that first year after Bedard's rookie contract is up. That's when yeah. the, the Blackhawks timeline, I feel like it's going to be, they're going to suck this year. They're going to be yeah. frisky and frisky and fun next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably miss the playoffs by about 10 points. Uh, then in year, Bedard's final year of his rookie deal, they'll make the playoffs, but be a first round exit. And then that fourth year is when they'll kind of take that leap. So they got to extend Bedard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it, but after year three, the way hockey works, he'll be a restricted free agent. So it's the same as basketball. Where so they can give him the max. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's so they should get. He'll he'll be here for a long time. I um, hope so. <laughs> for the Cubs, the Cubs are weird. If this off season went how I thought it was gonna, and they were gonna get one of these big fish. Like a I would have said Yamamoto, Otani, Soto. I would have said as soon as this year, but but they haven't. Real, yet. They haven't exactly. Realistically, I'm gonna go three years, just because you have a bunch of prospects. Yeah. This I mean, and then they're talking class, about. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. They're talking about getting uh, Matt Chapman. I mean, we went from Yamamoto, Bellinger, and Otani to Matt Chapman, Reese Hoskins, and freaking, I don't even know who. Chapman had one good month, and it was April. He got player of the month, and that was it. After that, he he rode the coattails of that month. 
And for the Bulls, I think trading for Vooch set that team back about five years. I'd say the earliest that their championship window opens is five years. I can agree. I think some of our young guys uh, we should develop. Like uh, Julian Phillips is insane, in my opinion. I love him. He has a he He's can super jump. super athletic. I know. I've seen him at the G League because I work there, obviously. So I've seen what he can do. He's he. I think he could be good. I'm not sure about Jalen Terry yet, though. I want him to be good. I want the best for him. But I me don't. too, fellow Arizona Wildcat, Jalen Terry. Um, I don't know about man. him. It's it's in the air. It it really is. He just he's not getting playing time. Like they're they're this is like I almost think they should try and punt this year. Like trade Levine and start developing and playing your young guys. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it because Bulls talk is coming up next. But yeah, I mean Io like we signed for a three year extension. I actually like Io has stepped up this year. Like he's played small... really well, really really yeah. well. He's a catch and shoot guy in the corner for th- like he does that and then he's playing hard. So I, I don't mind keeping Io. Same with Kobe White. I mean, how many points did he have the other night? Thirty. Yeah, uh, I think thirty some. Tom Thomas and I talked about it. Like out of all their their young guys, Kobe White's been the guy who's who we've really seen each year. Yeah. Just develop into a better player. I know Kobe White. I think you can lock. He should just be a bull forever. Am I agreed? I- I don't he's, think he's a starting point guard on a championship team. I think he's your your six man, comes in, yeah, kind of kind of gives you that spark, gives you fifteen mm-hmm. off the bench every night. I mean, but like looking down at next year, Lonzo Ball is going to come back, so then that's basically what Kobe White's role is going to probably bump down to. Exactly, it, it'll be like uh, twenty twenty whenever we were good two years ago, twenty twenty one. Yeah, he he and was then, that that backup point guard. But the only issue is, is we are losing Caruso. He's a free agent, and so is Demar. Is he a free agent this year or next year? This year, I have a dot right here actually pulled up with the okay. returning Bulls going into next year. Uh, you want me to list them for you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So we got Kobe White coming back next year. Levine, Tory Craig, Jalen Terry, Nikola Vucevic, Devon Carter, Terry Taylor. Julian Phillips, Io Deshumu, and Lonzo Ball. Interesting. I, I, I could have sworn he was signed through 2024, 2025. He's not. When did oh, he yeah. sign? 20, 2021? Yeah, going into that year, he signed. Yeah, I thought it was a four-year deal. I don't know. I looked up Bulls free agents this year, and it said uh, that uh, DeMar and were free agents. Hmm. I would agree. Signing Caruso, I don't know about Demar. I Demar, I don't think he fits our timeline. Yeah, he's gonna be thirty-six years old. Yeah. Um. Thirty, thirty-six or thirty-five, something like that. Yeah. Now, I was like thinking, like, if we're losing Demar, like, is there an extension talk with him? But it is. Shoot. Um. No, so the Bulls are in extension talks with Tamar, but I don't. He said it depends how like what the moves the Bulls make to get better because he wants to win a championship, obviously. Uh, I mean for sure. I, I personally, I'm in the boat of you trade Demar, and and you trade Levine this year. Try and try mm-hmm. and get some draft picks, and then I, I think this year should be your tank year. Tank year. Yeah. I mean, you'll see whatever. It depends. If you trade Levine, like we'll talk about it in a second on where we think Levine's going to end up. The Bulls had guy AK is like every time the Bulls, someone mentions rebuilding them, he doesn't want to do it because he's like, the Bulls are too big of a franchise. We have all this money. We can get new veterans. Yes and no. Yeah. Continuity. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, look he at says they have all this. You go, you go, you go. They have the they have they have a draft pick this year, and then next year's top ten protected. But AK's like we have all this money, and then doesn't spend it. That's what I'm saying. You got to go over the luxury tax if because when Lonzo got hurt, you should have went out and signed someone the next offseason. Why did we not push like Nikola Jokic last offseason? Why? If we have all this money, I mean, just saying. It all boils down to Jerry Reinsdorf is the owner. 
Uh, I mean, look at the White he Sox. He needs Look out. at the White Sox. I, the Sox are going to be moving to Nashville is what I've heard. Like, the Sox Apparently are today, in... we'll talk about it in a second, but today he, he was talking to the mayor of Nashville, apparently. Yeah, I heard like, uh, earlier in the season the Sox have a good chance of moving to Nashville because not only is the ballpark horrible and there's been, like, Shootings outside and inside the ballpark. It, all inside season. the ballpark. And that's what I'm saying. So I honestly am for it them moving to Nashville because honestly, the Cubs run Chicago. So I'm okay with the Cubs. Agreed. Uh, I was yeah. listening. I be, I'm pretty sure it was CHGO podcast, and they were kind of talking about what was going on at the winter meetings. And mm-hmm. they, they estimated out of the Chicago land area. So whatever that's like 9 million people just mm-hmm. downtown and then surrounding area that about 30 to 35% of that is white Sox fans. And, and his argument was to Jerry, since Ryan Storff's all about money is yeah. It's it, 33% of 9 million is bigger than a hundred percent of 1.5 million. That was the argument, which is 1.5 I, I Nashville. Yes. Yeah, around that. Something like that. That I think the Sox should move to Nashville and build a new ballpark there. I think it's in their best interest. Because, I mean, you already have the A's moving to Vegas, but for the next two years I've heard they're homeless. So, I don't know. Yeah, they'll be playing at uh, Reno. That's a minor league team. That's but bad. Getting, yeah. Getting back on to the Bulls. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. Frank is a Blue yeah. Jays fan. If he oh, had to pick yeah. a Chicago team, he'd probably pick the Cubs. And, and we still are rambling about this, the horrible decision-making of Jerry, Jerry Reinsdorf and, and the White Sox. Um, yeah. But a, a little win streak for the Bulls the last couple games. We do have games. two in a row. We beat the Bucks without Levine and DeMar. Levine. And, I... and then the Pelicans are not a bad team. I know. We are playing pretty good. And DeMar did play versus the Pelicans. And the team still ran good. It's just whenever Levine plays, it seems it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, DeMar against the Pelicans, 40 minutes, 5 rebounds, 10 assists, 24 points. So a really, really double, solid double. game. That's perfect. Uh, Patrick Williams, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 14 points in 29 minutes. The star, they, the star of the show against the Pelicans, though, Kobe White. 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 31 points. He was on triple double watch for jersey. a little there. I gotta order his jersey. That's insane. I mean, like, wow. I, I don't know what Kobe to say. Kobe White. I I think he is. He's one of the pieces where I think he can be part of your future championship team. Agree. I mean, I also think Io can be thirty three minutes, fifteen points. Io's not going to give yeah. you a thirty burger every night. He's not going to yeah. shoot forty percent from three. But he's gonna give you solid defense and he's mm-hmm. he's gonna shoot at least 30 33% from three. Yeah. So I, especially in the corners. In the corners, mm-hmm. maybe you'll get forty percent. The one guy I don't think that would fit a rebuild is Pat Will. He hasn't really proven anything. Uh, the start of the year for him has been really bad. He's kind he of asked turned it for on a, a little two hundred million dollar extension. Like that, okay, that I, you I don't can understand. ask for that, but you have to like be averaging fifteen points a game and you're not. I mean, uh, Thomas and I talked about it. Uh, this year has been career lows across the board mm-hmm. in points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage. I would almost points. trade him. Like, I'm sure I one of these young agree. rebuilding teams like an Orlando, a um, San Antonio will take him. I, I 100% agree with that. And I also think that... Um, I, he could be part of a package for Levine. And it leads yeah. us into where where do we think Levine's going to end up here? I've already thought about this. I know my exact answer. I want the Bulls to trade Levine and Pat Will for John Morant. Interesting. Bring, bring in second coming of D. Rose. Ja has had his issues in Memphis. And Agreed. if they want to even out the salary in that trade, because they can throw Derrick Rose in, because I wouldn't, I want Derrick Rose to come back to Chicago and win it. It would be amazing. 
I mean, but, me too. But he's been just lights out. Terry Crews has been so Terry good. Terry has actually been insane this year. I, it's like, actually, he is so bad. I, I'm going to pull up his stats. I mean, it's not MVP Derrick Rose. Well, I don't think yeah, we'll ever see that again. I, I'm so happy. He's like been playing a lot better, and it's, it's good to see. 9.7 points, 2 rebounds, 3.1 assists, shooting 40% from the field, 38% from 3, which is uh, 7% better than his career high. So that's mean, not this ever is on basketball movies. reference. Yeah, not really. It was always I that mean, quick step to the hoop and drive. Exactly. It feels like he's gotten that back. Only yeah, 19, that. 19 minutes a game, too. He's been playing like every other game, though. He's been dealing with an ankle injury recently. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. to be expected, to be expected. You gotta, you can't play him all 82 games. It just, you know what's gonna happen. Exactly. They, other teams have tried that, and it's yeah. it's just not a recipe for failure. So, or not a recipe for success, excuse me. Yeah. But, man. The, the John Morant and Derrick Rose for Patrick Williams and Zach Levine. I'm all for it. I I don't think I would see that. My two teams, it, it would be an interdivision trade, would be the Pistons for Jaden Ivey and maybe a first or two firsts. I love Jaden Ivey. One I saw floated around, and as Arizona Wildcat, I, I, this has been my favorite one. It was to the Pacers for Benedict Matherin and two first-round picks. That wouldn't be bad. Then you have Dalen think... and Benedict Matherin, and that might help Dalen as well. Bring you one of exactly, it pushed Dalen. Then there is the one thing that happened the other night uh, for Bulls trade. Uh, AK was oh, waiting I, outside I the Pelicans' this. locker room after a game, and some employee was, like, peeking around the corner re- recording. And AK said, like, don't say that out loud or something. I don't know what Zion it was, said. Uh, but... I think... Uh... Zion said, "Hey, I'd love to play with Zach and on the Bulls." Which with then Zach? then it got with, it, it, he did say with Zach, which I found interesting. That's what it sounded like. I, I don't so know. Trade for sure. Demar. You're not going to get Zion for Demar though. If so if, if you're you getting Zion Demar, back in a trade, Pat will and like Dalen in a trade. Then they. Might. I almost feel like you'd have to give up a pick for that to go through though. We can give up like a twenty twenty six first round. I mean, I guess I I. Like I mean, Zion him. is Zion. I, I, mean, I, I know, I know. I want a Zion. Guy? I think he signed the max. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm it looking it up right now. Zion Williamson uh, signed a five year, one hundred ninety seven yeah. million dollar deal. This so that's this year. pretty similar to Levine's actually. Uh, I think almost maybe a little more. Yeah, but if he wants to play alongside Levine, it's actually. I mean, less I guess if Levine's we wanted to trade for him this year, we could give up a Caruso. He's gonna be a free agent anyway. You, I mean, that is, I mean, that is interesting. I, I'm just looking through. I'm gonna try and put it through this uh, trade machine. Um, it would go through. It would a one for one swap. It would work, which I don't know if a one for one swap would happen. But I don't because if he wants to play alongside Levine, the Bulls aren't. They have to keep Levine somehow. So you'd have to give up. I think obviously Jamar Pat Will would both be in the trade. Uh, I would uh, agree with you. Um, yeah. I think it, it wouldn't be one for one. You'd have to include other players in yeah. into that. And, but also, if you're trading those guys, you're kind of punting the year. Uh-huh. And you're still probably going to be a lottery team. I mean, I'm going to look on Tankathon right now, but the top of this draft class looks really nice. Um, uh-huh. You have Ron Holland. Isaiah Collier's looked really good. Uh, you have another big from France, Alexander Saar and Matas Buz- Buzelis. 
I probably butchered that name. But, <laughs> I mean, even all the way down to the, – the, the lottery looks really nice this year. And if you're going to have a year where you mm. suck, I, I like this, this draft class. Yeah. Now, if the Bulls can turn it around this year and somehow make it like a play-in or the playoffs, I'm all for it. Because last year, if we would have beat Miami, you don't know what would have happened. Who knows? I, I also think part of the problem, though, is is Billy Donovan. Like, that's why they lost to Miami. They were winning, and then he took Kobe White out for no reason. That's a good point. I don't mind like, Billy, but I'm not a fan of Billy. I, when we hired him, I was like, this is a great hire. And even that first year, like, the, the way the team was playing and the way the team meshed, man, I was like, all right, maybe maybe we finally got one. <laughs> and then, yeah. no, it, it just it didn't end up happening. And it's like, well, but the problem yeah. is he has, a, he has a contract extension. So, yeah, you're, uh, kinda, you're stuck with him. We extended Billy Donovan secretly, apparently. After they, after twenty twenty one, they extended him and never, never made it public. I want like, I feel it'd be so cool. I want like a joke team Noah as our coach. That would be. I wouldn't hate it. I I don't know how it would work. Like uh-huh. I don't know if he would be a good coach. I've yeah. said it in the past, not on the podcast, but I said it in the past, like. Mm. Um, my prime head coach candidate would be Stacy King. That would be sick. It'd be I hilarious. Would never get rid of him. Me neither, awesome. because I'd love him as a color guy, but at the same time, like the way he just like he understands what the Bulls are doing wrong. Exactly, he's pointing it all out during the games, and sometimes I think Billy just needs to listen to him. Agree. I, I wish like he just waved Billy over and be like, "Hey, what are we doing? You have to do this." And it's yeah. like, well, I don't know if that's legal or not, but yeah, that the is bulls, true. the bulls are are stuck in the middle of nowhere, and it'll be interesting to see what this team looks like in the next couple months and who's who's here, who's gone, because I could they do see play them tonight. As well. They do. They play tonight. They play against the Hornets at six. So that should be a win with Lamelo Ball out. By the way, in my agreed, agreed for sure. Yeah. Um. Now let's let's transition over to to some baseball here. I bet. Uh, the the big report yesterday first was the Cubs are out on Otani, then they're back in, and then later in the night that was confusing as heck. It really was. Later in the night, the Athletic came out with an article saying they're pivoting and they're back out. Today, according to John Morosi on Twitter, uh, he says the Cubs remain part of the final group for Otani, and they can't can't rule the Cubs out. But at the moment, they they are not the favorites, and that's looking to be the Blue Jays and the Dodgers. Which and Dave Roberts actually came know. out in the winter meetings and said they met with Otani. For like two to three hours, and so did the Jays. The all the teams have like the Giants have leaked their meeting. Dave Roberts just came out and said it. I know. Um, so like the I, Blue they're Jays, not really listening to Otani. Like saying all I'm like, saying, oh, the only the team that has listened is the Cubs. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think I think he's a Dodger, but I, I could see Dodgers. I could see the Blue Jays getting him. The only he, I mean, according to a random source that came out, he said he wanted to play in Toronto. Like that would be mm-hmm. one of his his preferred cities. Um, I just don't see it. The Dodgers have been waiting for this offseason since he came to the United States. They got yeah. under the luxury tax this season. I think they're gonna throw everything in the kitchen sink at him. Yeah, I agree. I. <sighs> I, the only thing that I think that could be holding him back is he doesn't want to play in L.A. again. That 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 is actually move. interesting. He, he wants to try someplace else. Yeah. And one thing Toronto does have, I know L.A. has it too, but they have a high 
Japanese population in the city of Toronto. Yes, uh, I've been to Toronto. They do. Also, I, the difference, like, the reason, like, before any of these rumors the Cubs were out is why I had a little confidence that he would want to maybe come to Chicago is mm-hmm. L.A. is a Lakers town. Like, you will be, you, like, you could win six straight World Series in a row. You're still not the best athlete in L.A. It's exactly. it's Kobe Bryant and, and now LeBron James. In, yeah. in, in Toronto, in, in Chicago, even in San Francisco. Well, San Francisco is a, a 49ers town. Yeah. But you have, it'll be if he came if he came if he comes to the Cubs and wins. The only athlete that he wouldn't be better as is Michael Jordan. It'd be Michael Jordan one A and Shohei Otani one B. Yeah. Here. 100%. In Toronto, it'd be Kwai, Vince Carter, I don't know. I, there's no one really for the Raptors. Maybe Vince. There's yeah. no one for the Maple Leafs because they haven't won anything in 50, 60 years. And they don't have and football up there. They don't, they don't have a NFL team. It's Canadian football. Yeah, so, so it's not like... He would, he would be up there with your your Blue Jays greats. I mean, he'd probably be the greatest Blue Jay ever if he went to Toronto. Yeah, and another thing the Jays have going for them is they just redid all the outfield last year, and now they're redoing the yep. lower bowl of the stadium this year is the second part of the renovation before they do the rest behind home plate but redoing this it's like almost a new stadium technically yep and rogers center is really nice that's a nice stadium uh which is also like i think the giants probably are not out but obviously they're not a favorite but i think he's kind of saying no to the giants just because of their issues with the stadium I mean, the there's Dodgers, a deep right field there. Exactly. Dodger Stadium is hitter-friendly. Wrigley Field is also extremely hitter-friendly. Yeah. Um, I think he's a Dodger. If I had to put money on it, I'd put money on the Dodgers. Same, I put, unfortunately, go, but I would love to see him in Toronto. Look, I, just from all the, the uh, interactions I've had with uh, Blue Jays fans on Twitter. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> brutal. He does not go to Toronto. They are brutal. Well, it's, I know it's him insane. And have a good connection. Yeah, we yeah. talk like after games and stuff. So I'm hoping Vlad's like texting him right now or something. Yeah, I mean that would be a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Just out of it, out of it, out of spite of the Blue Jays fans, I hope he picks somewhere else. Uh, I, I mean, I hope he picks Chicago, but yeah. so many reports. I, I genuinely, like, I don't know if anyone actually knows what's going on. The Cubs could very know. well be a favorite, but there's, I, I, I don't think it is person that they are personally, but like Heyman comes out, says one thing. Nightingale comes out, says another thing. Morosi comes out, says a, a completely different thing. And it, it's very obvious okay. that. He wanted to keep this all under wraps, and it's working really, really, yeah. really well. Yeah, it is. It 100% is. I still don't see anything on Twitter about Yamamoto, though. I have no clue who's in the running for him. Apparently, it's uh, the teams that are in on Otani minus the Blue Jays and Angels. Um, yeah. So Dodgers, Cubs, Giants. The Mets are in, and I believe the Red Sox are in. Those are like the top five. Mm-hmm. It's rumored yeah. he's gonna get like three hundred million dollars, which is insane. That's ridiculous. He hasn't even played in the big leagues yet. He hasn't thrown one major league pitch. But you also have to realize it's not every day that a twenty-five-year-old ace-level pitcher hits the market. That is true. Like I mean, when these pitchers, yeah, hit free agency, they're twenty-seven, twenty-eight, thirty, even. Yeah. You can only assume Yamamoto is going to get better. So true. Who knows what's what's going to happen with that? Mm-hmm. But biggest news of the day today. It's reported by John Morosi that there has been a Juan Soto trade, and he is going to the New York Yankees along with Trent Grisham, and in return, the Padres are going to receive Michael King, Drew Thorpe. Yoni Brito, Randy Vasquez, and Kyle Higashioka. This is a massive 
return for the Padres. Um, we well, knew the Padres were going to trade Soto after the disappointing year last year. I had them exactly. winning the World Series last year before the season started. So did I. So did I. And, and, they, and they were horrible. So you knew they were going to move either Soto, Bogarts, Machado, or Tatis. They chose Soto. Because yep. they have those other three locked up for like 10 years or whatever it is. So they moved Soto. I think they're going to try to re-sign uh, Hayter and like Snell probably. That would make sense. But that would I, make I don't sense. know what they're going Snell, Snell's been – It's that's. I don't know where he's going. Yeah, Snell's been quiet. But the, the return for this, I mean, you're getting a top 100, 100 prospect. Drew Thorpe is a right-handed pitcher, 23 years old, in double-A right now. Mm-hmm. 6'4", 99th prospect in baseball. Has a 50 fastball, 55 slider, 65 chip, 55 control, overall 55 future value on the 2080 scale. Yeah. And then you're getting, I, honestly, I'd say the headline is Michael King who last year was fantastic. 3.2 war, 2.75 ERA, 104 innings pitched. Mm-hmm. That is an elite eighth inning guy. And I think don't... he was the only thing going for the Yankees last year with Garrett Cole. Oh, 100%. 100%. And then Yoni Brito, also not a, a bad pitcher. Same with uh, Ramesses is a solid player. For one year, possibly, of Juan Soto, and yeah. then you're getting a nice backup catcher in Kyle Higashioka. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think Soto signs an extension. I don't he either. said He said that he doesn't want to. I mean, he wants to Randy Vasquez. Exactly. Randy Vasquez, one war, 2.87 ERA, only 37.2 innings pitched. Uh, Yoni Brito. I mean, not as good as a Randy Vasquez or Michael King, but that's still a solid bullpen arm. And yeah. not, I think he might be a starter, actually. Um, looking right now. 90 innings pitch, probably not a starter. Yeah, no. Oh, no. 13 games started out of 25. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm, this is I, – I think the Yankees got really – Desperate. I yeah. like the move for both teams. I but think the amount of Padres won it though. I I hundred percent. I mean, comparing to what they gave up, not even close. Um, but, uh, you, but you the beat future. the Dodgers. And no, I, I agreed. Like they had to free up salary, and Soto wasn't gonna sign an extension. Yeah, no. So. We'll, we'll see, see what, what happens. The do this year. I want them to be good. That... I don't mind like Tatis. Tatis is. I, I, I have like a Tatis plays. jersey. I do too. Um, I have their city connect. Me too. I have that exact one. It's the best jersey. Um, I love it. Agreed. That's one of my top top jerseys in baseball. Mm-hmm. But at, at some point, I forgot what I was going to say, to be honest. Uh oh. We might have lost Frank. Well, I'll keep talking here, but uh, I think I think Juan Soto is probably going to hit free agency, as we said. But at, at the same time, like one year, Juan Soto is still really valuable, and the Yankees they need to do something um, here to, to after they had Judge's massive MVP season two years ago. They made the postseason, made it to the NLCS, and then ended up, or I'm sorry, ALCS, and then ended up getting swept. And then now, last year was a super disappointing year um, for them. But who knows what will happen? I think they're probably still another move away from from being a World Series contender. But, oh, Frank's back, I think. Yo, Frank. My phone now. My computer died. <laughs> All right, Frank's Frank is back. We're good His though. His computer died. We're chilling. All right, that's what I like to hear. Sweet. Um, I was just kind of saying how the Yankees, I think, are still another move away from being a true World Series contender, and the the amount of pitching that they've lost with this trade. They sent what, what was it? Four pitchers over, three pitchers, and then they ended up losing more guys in the Rule Five draft. 
I mean, um, they have, like, they have Garrett Cole. I don't like him, but yeah. And then Carlos Rodon is horrible. I, that I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. They signed him to a big contract, and he was hurt. And then when he actually pitched last year, he was terrible. Yeah, I know. He uh, tweeted before when he pitched before he pitched for the Royals game in Kansas City. He said, "Every strikeout I get, I'll donate a thousand dollars to like the local like pet foundation or whatever, where they have like dogs, like an adoption center." He he had zero strikeouts and he didn't get out of the first inning. Yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> he was really bad last year, and uh, I, Yankees are kind of in like. You just signed Judge to this big contract. Yeah. I I don't know what what you're gonna do here. I I would have let Judge walk. I personally I don't think he was worth Same. that large I contract. I don't think he's like one of the top players in MLB, but I mean I he is, but I'm not a fan of Judge. You you're a you're a Yankees hater because you're a Blue Jays fan. Pretty Judge much. Is yeah. hundred percent. Judge is a top five hitter in baseball. It's just he mm-hmm. didn't fit the Yankees' timeline. Personally. Yeah. I, I, that division is insane. Have the Rays, who are maybe going into a rebuild mode. The Red Sox, they have a couple young pieces. The Blue Jays are going to be a perennial playoff team. And then you have the Orioles, who I think are going to win that division for the next 10 years, unless the Blue Jays go out and sign a Shohei Otani. Yeah, I think the Jays need to get an Otani. And then we also lost... Uh, two starting pitchers to uh, the Jays rotation, uh, UC Kikuchi and Hyunjin Ryu. So, I mean, you have Gosman, Berrios, Bassett, and Manoa going into next year. You need one more. Yeah, you'll need one more arm. You're hoping for a Manoa bounce back. I'm a M- Alec Manoa fan. I think he will bounce back. I, I don't know if he'll be able to, to... I don't know if he'll be able to recreate his, his dominant 2022. Yeah. He is still young, though, so there is a chance. That That is true. Like, I mean, this was, what, his third year? I'm not even sure he's arbitration eligible yet. He's not. It's just the drop-off right there was huge. I know. I mean, even if we do sign Shohei, though, he won't be our fifth starter because he can't pitch for a year. Can't pitch. So or at least he'll be I able to pitch his 2025. I got my 2024, sorry. Bauer is an interesting one. There's a report I that his Japanese Bauer. team, his Japanese team wanted him back. Yeah, they um, do want him back. They're trying to sign him right now, but he wants to go obviously to the MLB. He yeah, he wants to come play here in the states. I don't know if his transition is going to be that good. Uh, it, it, him being your fifth starter, like I'd be fine. That. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, we might have lost. Oh, he's back. <laughs> um, Bauer being your fifth starter, I'd be okay with. Uh, I I don't think a team should expect him to come in and recreate his 2020 Cy Young and be yeah. this, this ace that he was when he was on the Dodgers and be this. I ace mean, he was throwing team. 99 in Japan though. If you like watched his YouTube videos, he wasn't yeah. bad. He was he was performing really well. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if it's going to come back and translate. Which uh, yeah, it will, it will it will remains to be seen if he comes back to the states. I hope he does. Um, I see him play in person. Yeah, it would be it will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- moving on. I know Frank. You don't know about the lot a lot about the Blackhawks here. So I know, but don't. Whenever That's you feel fine. like chiming in. <laughs> If you, if you know, it's a short Blackhawks segment today because uh, we're already at 43 minutes. Um, but last night, the Blackhawks lose 4-3 to three in a shootout to the Nashville Predators and fall to 32nd in the standings. Everyone can make fun of the Blackhawks right now. You Laugh now. Laugh now. But when it's going to be Bedard and then future first overall pick, Clint Celebrini, lifting the Stanley Cup in Chicago, We'll all be laughing right back at you. So you can laugh now when when we suck, but just wait. It's coming. Yeah. I saw Bedard had a penalty, not a penalty, a shootout goal. What was it? I don't know what it's called. He had a shootout goal. goal. It was yeah. pretty sick. Uh, he's one for one. It's a, a nice little little snipe in the top corner. Um, another another Blackhawks 
prospect Lucas Reichel um, demoted to the fourth line. He scratched two games ago. Um, he just has not been playing that great. He had an okay game yesterday. Uh, the problem was in overtime, and you can even see it in regulation, he just has to put muscle on. He's getting pushed off the puck way too easily. I think he's a guy that can, has all the skill in the world, but it's just it hasn't come together for him yet, which mm-hmm. I, I hope it does. I'm not sure if it ever will. It might just be one of those guys where it's like lightning in a bottle for one game, but then kind of be meh. The yeah. the rest of the time, similar to almost like a Christopher Morrell, where he'll go on those those stretches where he hits ten home runs in ten games, and yeah, then that was when he did that last year when he came up, and then and then he'll go on a, a zero for forty streak the next mm-hmm. ten games, and it's like <laughs> he, he he can still be a, a valuable player. It's just he's not going to be this elite consistent threat. Which I, I think he can be that 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 type of player at like a not MVP level, but give you yeah. eighty five points a year. It's just can he put it all together? And yeah. to close, today, we'll I'll talk about a little bit of the it's been the Blackhawks' best line with uh, Dickinson, Felino, and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, this line has just been they they scored a chunk of the Blackhawks' goals the last four games uh Felino Felino had two last night Dickinson has had about like five it seems like in this last six games and Anderson has just been distributing really well he's getting into the corners it, it is the one that that line a couple rookie defensemen and Connor Bedard like that is the the bright spot on mm-hmm. on this team which hopefully hopefully will lead to a uh, first overall pick, potentially. I should I should restate what I said earlier. By point percentage, the Blackhawks are still second to last. By our last. And I think we're going to introduce a, a, a little new Blackhawks segment here. Uh, let me share my screen. And let's do a lottery spin on Tankathon. And here we go. We'll do one spin today. As you can see, Blackhawks have lost four in a row. 13.5% chance to get the first overall pick. Thank you, Tankathon. Let's see what happens here. And they moved down to three, which is where they were projected to go last year. Obviously, it's really early in the season to be really because focus. Yeah. on um, what's going to happen mm-hmm. because there are teams down here like I, I think Seattle, Buffalo, Edmonton these these teams that were supposed to kind of jump up and be Stanley Cup contenders just haven't been um, Edmonton disappointment I've played as them in NHL I thought they were going to be good they have Connor they were my pick to win the cup this year and I was like this is finally their year I, I mean, my champion predictions have been really bad the last couple of years. 2022, oh, yeah. I picked the White Sox to win the World Series. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that was bad. And then that didn't happen. Last year, I picked the Padres to win the World Series. That didn't happen. <laughs> last year, I picked the... Um, I picked the Colorado Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup. They lost in the first round. And this year I picked the, the Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley Cup. And they have they're nine, twelve, and one. <laughs> I haven't I don't like guess for hockey, but for like baseball, I had Padres last year, the Jays the year before. Yeah, I my my world series was the White Sox too, Jays. I had the Jays in twenty one and twenty two. Twenty one when we had Marcus Simeon, and then we let him go. Yeah. What's what's who's your pick for this upcoming season for baseball? Before free agency, um, okay, we'll do this before free agency. Wow, that's um, I'm gonna go. Wow, that's no one from the AL Central. We'll just start there. 
I, I think you can safely eliminate both central divisions <laughs> just based on what we know right now. Yeah. I, I really want to. I almost want to say Atlanta just because they're loaded. I have them making the World Series, but losing I would to the Baltimore Orioles. Losing, to, I don't think the Orioles are ready. Ah, this really? is hard. I'm going to go Atlanta. Houston. Atlanta beats Houston. Interesting. That's before free agency. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting. Huh. That's a, that's a good pick. Uh, so, uh, any listeners remember these picks? Um, Fact. I, I'm going to stick with mine. It doesn't matter where Shohei goes. Except, actually, I might pick the Dodgers out of the NL if he goes to the Dodgers. Yeah, that, but that I, I'm I'm a firm believer in the Baltimore Orioles defeating the Atlanta in the 2024 World Series. The American League, honestly, looking at it, is so much weaker than the National League, and it's like not even close. It's so top heavy. You have you have the Baltimore and Texas as the two elite teams. Then you got then all you- these. Other- Good teams though that aren't elite, but they're good. You have the Astros, Blue Jays, Twins, all these other teams that are like, oh, they're okay. They're not. They're nothing crazy. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? Uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on the pod, uh, filling in for Thomas. We're yeah. hoping Thomas comes back on Friday. Um, yeah. He's a little under the weather right now. <laughs> Friday will be uh, a big-time Cubs talk. We might talk a little Bears, but mostly Cubs. Um, hopefully Shohei we, we might, we, Hopefully Shohei signs by then. There's a report he's supposed to sign by the end of this weekend, so who knows. Uh, we're rooting for a big Patriots win tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> try and seal that Bears first-round pick. Um, but, yeah, I think that's that's all for today. Uh, Thank you, Frank, for coming on again. And uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. Have a good one. Peace out.